103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. And welcome again to another Coach's Corner live here from Ison's Family Pizza. Terrence Arney here, and we have got a great show lined up for you here tonight. We'll kick things off as we usually do with Batesville football head coach Evan Ulrey. And from there, we'll take a little trip just up the road to Olenberg Academy. We'll talk volleyball and boys soccer. Coach Ken Gens, no doubt, hyped about his team's involvement in the regional soccer tournament. Can't wait to talk to him about that. We'll close things out, keeping it with soccer uh, with East Central's B.J. Black. But before we get to soccer, let's talk some American football. Coach Ulrich, glad to have you uh, back on the show, and congratulations on yet another win. Yeah, it was a it was a good Friday for uh, I thought our ball club, and it's good to get back to get back to even and get a chance to you know maybe finish above five hundred this uh, this Saturday. You 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 know you've said it to me before. You said it to me at the beginning of the season, just talking about being able to play your best ball at the right time, and it seems like when I look at. Uh, the two wins in a row, but particularly Friday night, uh, the scoreboard, your offense really seemed to start to click there. Um, anything special that you saw in the week of practice leading up to it, or is it just that time of year? Well, I think it's a combination. You know, I think our guys are continuing to to get better, and you know, and honestly, I think we uh, mainly myself and our staff just had to truly find the true identity of this this group. Right. Um, and I think, um, you know, there could definitely have been some times, maybe as we've gone through the years, um, maybe. Um, I wasn't pushing the right buttons or finding the right that spot, and I think you'll be able to find that combination. Um, I think we're getting a better I- identity of, of really what this group is, and um, and, and, and I think partly too uh, distributing the ball. I think mm-hmm. you know getting more you know contribution from some guys um, just makes that a lot harder to defend, and it starts to open up some other guys. I mean, I think we. You know, we've seen Gage Pullman, I think, run the ball really well. I mean, Deacon Hamilton's got in the end zone the last two weeks. Um, you know, and just – and then Wills ran – he ran the ball really well on Friday. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I think just, again, probably finding the right buttons. And mm-hmm. some of it is, again, the, the 11 guys on the field and those right. other contributors, they're, they're just playing really good football right now. Um, some other things that I saw that, that impressed me from, from our vantage point um, – and again, it may just be that it's this time of the year, or again, it may be just your master, your master plan in the grand scheme of things. But I saw some things in terms of situational football play out really well there towards uh, there in the second half. A couple of times, Jizel goes under center. Um, you match that with a hurry up to catch the defense off. Those are types of things that we haven't seen offensively, you know, earlier on in the year. But last night, not only were they on display, but they were executed flawlessly. Well, and I think some of that is just again the more you practice it, and the more some guys get comfortable with it, and and you know to be honest, some of it is the, the sometimes the more you uh, give the keys to the car of number seven and Will Geisel, he's a very smart football mm-hmm. player, very heady, um, and so to be honest, like and I've said this before, I've probably um, have kind of held him back more, um, just. Yeah, he's a sophomore and, and, right. and trying to, to some degree, protect him. And as the year's gone, you know, you kind of just say, hey, you know, here you go. And, and mm-hmm. this is some things to do. And he's picked up on it really well. And, you know, I've been fortunate. I've had two two good quarterbacks, both basically three-year guys, and Trey Heilage and Travis Lecker. Right. And, you know, and Will Geisel's kind of that sophomore, kind of in that, that same realm of going to, you know, likely be a three-year guy at that position, and uh, again, I've just been very pleased with that. That allows us, and you know, and there are things even with Will. You know, we've we've done some of the things you're mentioning. Um, you know, he'll come up to me and he'll say, "Hey, can what about this or what about that?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Great idea," you know. Um, you know, and sometimes you can do it, and sometimes it's like, "Yeah, hey, we need to practice that first. Right. So, um, you know, some of that is number seven, who the guy who's who's running it. You sure. know, uh, and uh, he's he's a good football player. Uh, saw 
Um, saw a couple of four wide receiver sets again uh, Friday night as well, and this time it seemed to really spread out Franklin County's front seven, and Geisel made a uh, made it his business to find some holes in there. Was that again? Something that you saw on tape, something intentional, or just played out that way? Well, I think it's a combination. I think combination of being confident with the guys we're putting out there right. um, and some guys that can really stretch you, uh, you know, horizontally, vertically, um, you know, and obviously it does spread out the team, mm-hmm. you know, so when you go to those four receiver sets, it does open up the lanes. Um, you know, a couple plays that really stand out is, uh, you know, we had a big th- had two third down conversions um, that led to touchdown drives, but, you know, the, I think it was about almost a 30-yard scramble by Will. Right. You know, he steps up in the pocket. They, they're spread out, and they're almost kind of catch him in man and, and he just takes off and runs um, and then uh, the other one is uh, the connection from quarterback to JV quarterback Carson Schneider got a few snaps on Friday and he made a heck of a yes, catch he did. Uh, and that ball was placed uh, pretty well mm-hmm. um, and, and Carson made a very contested catch um, which was big that kind of eventually led to um, mm-hmm. you know but those were two big plays out of the those spread formations that you're mentioning um, that we were able to convert um, those are just those plays you kind of star and say man that you know to be honest, in the first half of the year, we weren't converting very well on third down. Right. And, uh, you know, I think the last couple of weeks we have been. Um, a lot of that is just guys making plays. Some of that is also being in situ- better third down situations, being in those third and mediums, you know, where you can run and pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to account for Will and the run game. Because, <laughs> yes. I mean, if you do play back, he's going to, he's going to, he'll get four or five yards oh, in yeah. the run game. Even on, in, in, and so, um, but again, yeah, it's just um, the more we, we continue to, to to work in those sets. I think we've got some guys that we feel confident in. We can go um, definitely full receiver sets. And, you know, again, maybe we would have went with it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had to kind of find something. Franklin County did do a good job of kind of adjusting a little bit, kind of start throwing a five-man front. So we kind of wanted to mix it in a little bit. Um, but for the most part, you know, we were able to kind of stay in our base set and, and do, our, do our game. You know, I was very pleased offensively. Good deal there. Um, now, this will give you the opportunity now to toot your own horn as the master genius. You said something to our Tom Snape during the pregame show, and you said that you thought that special teams was going to be a big part of this of the game Friday night. And you know, typically you would expect our defense or offense, but you said special teams. And at the time, I didn't really think much of it until I saw it play out on the field exactly that way. Um, just a gut feeling, or. Well, I think in a game when you know um, it's a very evenly matched game, mm-hmm. and you know, I think ultimately in the end, uh, a lot of times in those type of games, it's going to be a turnover. Yeah. Or usually, uh, in this game, I, I expected it to be a kind of a nip tuck. Um, two teams that want to they want to sure. run the football, and in both us and Franklin County, and that they were probably going to have to be some punts and um, kickoffs and kickoff coverage. And I felt like. Um, you know, going back through, there was the big play with the punt, yep, uh, which set up the, the the short field. But our kickoff coverage and our kick, you know, that to be honest, we had really good field position. I think every single time, yes. and um, they not so much, right. you know. So that makes it a world of difference of when team now has to move the ball twenty, thirty yards more, get a couple more first downs. Um, obviously, they're they're. they're their punt uh, was a big play. You know, mm-hmm. I flipped the momentum. We came out of the oh, second yeah. half and get a stop, get a three and out, and then um, get the ball in. I think it was probably inside their 15. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those. Um, I felt like our special teams have continued to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt like, hey, if we could be very sound in that, maybe find a way to get a turnover or two and not turn the football over, we were going to be in a pretty good spot. And uh, fortunately for us, that's kind of what happened. We played well in the special teams outside of I think we missed one PAT, just pushed it. And um, and then really we didn't have to punt the ball. Right. Um, so, but our coverage was good and kickoff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we were able to get that interception as well. So um, it played out kind of the way we, we would have liked. I right. Mean, and, and just fortunate to get out of there with a win. So this week you've got uh, Connersville on the schedule and a little – different twist uh you know uh i'll let you i'll let you tell the folks about what we've got going on this weekend it won't be friday night lights it'll be 
I don't know if you call it Saturday morning lights or not, but but that's what we're looking yeah, at. The sun will be out, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be playing under the sun. But no, I I, I think uh, Saturday, yeah, still our senior senior day. Yep. I guess it wouldn't be senior night, senior day, and uh, just kind of yeah, unfortunate that uh, we kind of had a snag in scheduling with with uh, a referee crew, and um, basically had to try to scramble and find a crew on a Friday. Unfortunately, to no prevail, and that pushed it to Saturday and. Um, you know, it's a lot easier to find a crew on a Saturday because sure. all the other crews are usually booked up, right? So, um, but yeah, so we were able to, we went that route um, and uh, to play for Saturday. And, you, you know, we bring in a Connorsville team that's also 4-4 four and four, mm-hmm. um, and looking for a winning record, you know. And um, you know, Connorsville has obviously not had a lot of recent success. So this is a big game, I think, for um, their program. Coach Lynch has done a pretty good job, I think, uh, in his first year and a lot of respect for what he's doing. And, right. um um, we gotta, but again, Friday or I guess Saturday will be about us, right? right. And our seniors and our team of um, continuing to get better and find a way to get a win and continue on with some momentum into the tournament. But when you have that senior day, senior night, whatever, however you want to look at it, as a coach, do you do you address that with the seniors at all? Is that a lever or a button that you like to push or not like to push? This is your might be your last game. I mean, because it, it, it can go both ways, right? It could get them hyped up to the point where they play out of their minds, and it could get them to the spot where, um, you know, they're looking at their high school uh, athletic in, by mortality. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a, I won't say a slippery slope for me. I think you know you tell you tell these guys and, and mention like, hey, you know, these four years will go by fast mm-hmm. in life in general um you know goes by really fast i feel like when you're in school sometimes it kind of crawled a little bit and then you got 18 19 out on your own and before you know it it's kind of like right. myself you know you're 37 years old and you feel like you just played your senior night right um and i think those guys they start to get that grasp you know and, and it's nice we get guys you know travis lecker and Braden, you know Braden foster and austin pullman were on the sideline on on um this past friday so That's a few awesome. guys some of those guys coming down you know fall break and things like that so kind of nice to see those guys around and those guys connect with the same thing of like hey this goes by fast um it's not the end all be all um but embrace it enjoy it and that's kind of that message to our guys i think throughout their four years and throughout their senior year as well um and so for those guys hey you know um Enjoy enjoy the night, you know, senior day and, and senior nights. A lot more usually about the parents, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, but you try not to get too caught up in the this could be your last because ultimately in the end, if we take care of business, we'll play another home game. There you you know, so and 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 when the final Friday happens, final final Friday happens. Um, but it's you know an end of one chapter, but a start of a new you know in life in general. So. You try not to get too dwell on that because sure. I think you sometimes put too much pressure on that, and it's just just play, just yeah. play hard, give everything you have, and be uh, at the in the end, you know, be know that you gave everything you got, and sure. the chips will fall. A club like Connorsville, what what uh, from from your tape session, what jumps out at you is, as um, some I don't necessarily say concerns, but. What are you looking for or expecting from, from Connors fans? I think they're hard nose. Um, and I think that uh, that would fit very well with Connors. I've always thought they've been a, a tough, hard nosed group. And uh, they've got some guys that, you know, uh, they, they had a, you know, a couple years ago, I don't know if you recall, they, they had a good start to a year mm-hmm. and things kind of fell off the way and they dealt with some injuries. They were a pretty young group, too. Right. Well, a lot of those kids, some of them didn't play last year. Now some of them are back, mm. and so I think that kind of explains, you know, some of that uh, as well. I think you got, you know, renewed energy as well uh, in the program, and um, you know, I think they're going to come in there and be hard nosed um, and, and tough. Sure, um, they got some size up front. Um, you know, I thought I, I was, you know, impressed just to kind of how they've competed in the trenches. Right. Um, you know, the, the big the big thing in this game is going to come down to I think just. Um, some of the, some of the playmakers on the outside on both sides. I think this is going to be a game of, uh, you know, can we get some get some things and, and get some big chunk plays, some big right. plays, um, and find a way to get uh, get on top. Uh, kind of like what we did on Friday. It was kind of we took the ball and wanted to get, get make Franklin County play from behind, which for the most part we did. Right. Um, it's going to be the same thing. I think. Um, Connorsville is going to have the ability to, to grind it out, and they're a big physical team. They can score, um, but I think we've got to be able to jump out. 
maybe get some, play a little bit more in space sure. than what we maybe have um, and kind of utilize some of our skills. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, we've been talking to Batesville football head coach Evan Ulrey. Coach, um, it's, been a, it's been an exciting uh, year just to see the growth from – you know where the team was in early August to to where we are now, um, particularly Friday night, and that's not the that's not the highest rung on the ladder. They're still going up and up. So, uh, good job and credit to you and your squad. And we look forward to uh, got to get my mind right. Saturday morning, we'll see you out there on the gridiron Saturday morning. All right, thank you, thank you, Coach. That again, that was uh, Evan Ulrey, head coach for the Batesville Bulldogs. We've got a lot more Coach's Corner coming up for you on the way. We'll step away momentarily, and we'll be right back with more coaches from southeastern Indiana on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Taryn Sarney. Tonight's episode being brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Great Plains Communications. We just finished speaking with Batesville football head coach Evan Allred. He talked about his squad with their back-to-back wins, and they go into this week with uh, Connersville on their mind. And that game will be not Friday night, but Saturday morning. Of course, we'll have it for you right here on the Sports Voice. But enough of Batesville. Let's move it up the road to Oldenburg. We're going to talk volleyball and soccer. We're going to start off with volleyball. Welcome to Coach's Corner. Coach Debbie, Greg, how are you? just fine thank you for having me here tonight and debbie you guys made it through a grueling season i just was looking at the totals you guys play a lot of matches we do we do it is grueling it's um many matches in a short amount of time so the girls are uh it is exhausting and mm-hmm. many nights we're not getting until 10 10 30 at night wow. and they get back up and they go back out of the next morning and so yes it's it's jam-packed but it's fun and speaking of fun, of course, this has got to be one of the funnest times of the year. Again, you've made it through the regular season. You've got sectional play starting. You guys uh, kick things off tomorrow night. Um, the host site is at Waldron. Yes, that is correct. And you'll be playing there 7 p.m. against Morristown. Now, I think you guys, 
uh, actually beat Morristown in the regular season. We did, but we are not. Um, any team could take this sectional this year. We're in a new sectional, okay. so that's um, new life, um, new birth for us. Uh, great hope, and we've beaten um, half the teams in our sectional, and we've lost two to half. But the ones that we did lose, they went five sets. So, okay. in every team in our sectional, some of us have um, much higher records than the other, and some lower. But we're not even looking at that because having played each and every team, we know that it really is up for grabs. So we are um, very hopeful, and we know we have to do um everything has to be in the everybody has to do their job in order for us to move forward certainly so tell us a little bit about your squad and uh what makes it go okay so we have um 10 regulars on varsity this year and we pull up three and the three that we do pull up um give us quite a bit of play time but we are anchored with our three seniors ellie bruns mary hunter and caroline jansing um they bring plenty of experience and voice to the court. They give intensity to the team, leadership. Uh, they're three returning starters, and Ellie's leading the team with blocks this year. Um, she uh, definitely brings intensity on the court. There's a noticeable difference when she's around and when she's not. Mm. And we have Mary Hunter, who has switched uh, many different hitting positions over the last few years, but she is helping us in the outside position. Um, she has a great swing. Uh, she's also a tennis player, so, so many times I'll bring in that tennis language. Mm. Uh, great float serve. And um, she's a very smart. She can be a very smart player at times. Um, but that's what we ask her to do is to use her court smarts. And then Caroline Jansing is anchoring the team with, as a DS. Um, she is actually like eighth in the state for digs right now. She's a wow. great little DS. She's going for her thousandth dig. Uh, she's 29 away. So we're hoping to push forward for her to achieve that. So she really is a versatile player. Now, for those of us that might not be as familiar with your sport as you are, when you say DS... That's a defensive specialist, okay. and so she plays the back row. Last year, Caroline played all the way around as an outside hitter and the back row. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, our um, we graduated a senior, Elizabeth Gigrich, and so Caroline stepped into the role of a libero who always plays all positions back row. Um, so she really does anchor that back court wow. for us. So, okay. yeah, the, our seniors really do lead us. Um, we have six juniors on the squad, um, and three of them well most of them dressed varsity so all of them were varsity last year but kate weber and kenley martin um, are also captains with the seniors and they really do their setters and they stay on the court and don't mm-hmm. come off usually so um, they play all the way around kate weber also leads the team in kills um, kenley leads the team in assist so they're just definitely show great leadership so they round out our, our captains um, when we go for captains meetings we take our seniors and, and two of our juniors so we, we bring a full full group there um and kenley also um is tops she's second on the team with aces and um high serving percentage and then we have chloe bowman who um has been a starter for three years on varsity actually got pulled up on in her freshman yeah it was her freshman year mm-hmm. but she has um really come into blocking she's third in the team in blocks and with kills um she's she's got she has a great um when she gets up at the net we, we really like her at the net and she has an amazing um she leads the team in aces on serving wow so um we are really looking forward to her um, serves in the postseason here. And then we have Lily Shebler, who uh, dressed varsity last year and came in and was um, a go-to play when it would, for a serve. She would come in and she, I think she served almost 100% when we called on her last year. This year, she's got one of the highest serving percentages and she's a, um, usually a DS. She'll come in and play that role and every now and then she mm-hmm. goes in and plays some front row. She's um, one of those players, if you look at her stats, she doesn't always be like she's not the tops in all the stats categories, but she's one of the players that when she's on the court I feel very confident and very. I know that she can get to most balls that are out there. She'll put her body on the floor and goes for everything. Um, and then we have Evelyn Vanderpool and Lily Dennis. Um, they actually are DSs that go on the court. Sometimes they'll share a position, but they both um, are pivotal to going in and serving at key times and also playing that um, back row position for us. Sadly, um, Evelyn, just tonight we had a rough night at practice. She rolled her ankle and oh. is in a great deal of pain. She's at, actually over at Margaret Mary right now having oh, that looked no. at. So we actually had a very challenging practice. We we didn't do a whole lot after that point. Sure. Um, so, yes, that's a very melancholy mood, but we want to go out and do our best. Um, we're hoping that it's nothing major with Evelyn, but um, she's also a key player for us. And then we go to um, a freshman who is a starter, Rachel Sutman. Um, she's second on the team in blocks. Um, at the beginning 
beginning of the year. She wasn't, some people were like, you think she's ready for varsity level? And I'm like, well, not exactly, but we'll get her there. And she stepped up amazingly. Um, she's second in the team in blocks. Actually, she has the highest hitting percentage, um, second in, second or third in kills, but she has really um, blossomed this year as a freshman. As a freshman, wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure on a freshman, and mm-hmm. she she's stepped up to it. There's been times where there's a, um, some nerves, but... Um, well, she served one time for us. We needed her to serve, so she's 100% serving. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and then um, we have another freshman who dresses and a sophomore, who two freshmen who dress, Annie Wachter and Lillian Vanderpool. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie s- steps up at the net for us. Um, she, uh, We told her to be ready in sectionals. We might need some big blocks out of her yeah. or kills, and so she's ready at all times. Um, Gabby's another one that dresses, and she's also at, at the, we'll need her at the net for uh, to come up in key moments if I need to throw her out there on the court. She's always ready to play, and she always wants to be um what did i do what do i need to do to, to improve oh that's good and then we have lillian vanderpool um evelyn's sister um she's also a ds and she has an amazing serve uh, we're really utilizing her at the varsity level she can come up with a great float and she can go in and do whatever we need her to do and she you wouldn't even know that she's a freshman coming in um mm-hmm. getting some varsity play time so yeah we have a great group <laughs> it sounds like you do and with just three seniors so this team is relatively young yes we um and some of the juniors a lot of uh have been on varsity for a while so actually um it's it's a core group it's a great group so we still we have um the senior leadership but we have others who are will still be around well that's definitely good so tomorrow night morristown we get past morristown um who would uh or what when would you play again we would play saturday at 11 o'clock against edinburgh um we just actually were at a tournament at edinburgh and played them once again so we lost to them in regular season in five at Mm -hmm. their place and then we had a tournament over the weekend and we um only went two it goes three sets and and went three um it was it was very intense Mm -hmm. it was good volleyball um, I think the girls, it really pumped them up that they really, really hope to see them again oh. um, in the postseason. Um, so, yeah, it it's, it's, could be anybody's anybody's sectional, as I said. So they're ready. We just have to get past Morristown, though, which we have to work hard to do that. Good deal there. We're talking with Olenberg Academy's volleyball head coach, Debbie Gregg. And, Debbie, you have a hot microphone in your hand right now. What does Southeastern Indiana need to know about this squad going into tomorrow night? This is a very talented group of young ladies who um, have gone through a lot of ups and downs. I say sometimes it's a roller coaster road. Mm-hmm. They've had um, many weeks where they have three matches in a tournament. They're, they, they are exhausted in a sense, but now they're rejuvenated and they're excited. And we've had many challenges. And we one of our big sayings this year is this is good for us. The challenges are just as good as the, as the successes. And so I think that all the challenges along the way have prepared them. They have the heart. They have the desire. And they have the team chemistry. And I think that we're a family. And I think they're going to go out there and they're going to they're going to work hard. That's right. Good deal. Last question for you, Coach. Um, if if I'm not, but if I was an incoming female freshman and I wanted to get involved with athletics at OA, what's your pitch? to come play volleyball for Coach Gray. Everybody can learn how to play volleyball. There are some, uh, come out and try it. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's very much team oriented. Um, You meet a fun group of young ladies who you can get to know who can become your lifetime friends. And you learn a lot of valuable life skills with volleyball. You have to work through um, challenges and it's not all about me. It's, It's all about we. It's like it's, you have to have three hits on a ball to play volleyball in most circumstances, and so one person cannot there control the game. So I think it's very much of a team-oriented sport, and it's fun. So try it. <laughs> All right. Well, Coach, uh, obviously, thanks so much for joining us here on Coach's Corner. We wish you and your girls all the luck tomorrow night and the rest of the week, and we're going to reach out and catch up with you later on in the year to see how things went. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> and Have a good evening. You. Yes, ma'am. That was Coach Debbie Gred, head coach uh, for Olenberg. Her volleyball team will be traveling to Waldron. Tomorrow night, they'll take on the Morristown Yellow Jackets. Uh, the contest starts at 7. They get past them. They'll play again on Saturday, same location in Waldron. They'll take on Edinburgh at 11 a.m. We've got lots more Coach's Corner on the way. We'll step away briefly. Be right back. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney. This episode of Coach's Corner being brought to you in part by Bronze Gutsweiler, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, Decatur County Memorial Hospital. We've had a chance to talk about American football. We started the show off there with head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulrey, traveled up the road to Olenberg and talked volleyball. And now let's talk European football. Let's talk some soccer. We've got uh, OA's head coach, Ken Getz. And Ken, we spoke briefly earlier in the week, tongue-in-cheek, that um, I knew you were going to be on the show Monday, and we kind of tongue-in-cheek. and said, well, hey, hopefully we'll be talking about going to regionals. And lo and behold, Let's talk about going to regionals. Yeah, we're pretty excited. Yeah, uh, we had we had three matches this week. We had to get through. Play Monday, then we had to play Wednesday, then we played Saturday night. Uh, I thought going in. I mean, if if you go by max preps and you look at the whole thing and blah blah blah, it uh, we were probably the semi favorite, uh, mm-hmm. but but we were playing at Knightstown, and their team was in it obviously. So you never know uh, what's going to happen there, but. Uh, Morristown probably we we haven't played Morristown. That's who we played the first game probably right. in five six years. Uh, but we used to play them every year, and I've been doing this for fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the most talented Morristown team that I've ever seen. So I mean, they really came out strong on us and, and tested us pretty hard, and we got by that game two to one. Um, and then. Wapahani, which we've never played before, and I think they're up around Muncie, I believe. Don't make uh, me lie to you. I, I believe that's where they're from. Uh, uh, we played them second game, and, uh-huh. and and their record wasn't near as good this year, and and we won that one fairly easy, four to one. Mm. Um, well, then we come back and we play nice down for the championship, and uh, and Mikey he. he uh, Wilhelm, who's here, he's my assistant coach. He's been with me for 15 years, too, and I'll let him talk here in a second. But anyway, uh, uh, Nystad had a guy, number 29, who had scored 22 goals and had 19 assists. So that's 41 of their goals he was part of. They had 46 goals all year. So he was their big gun, and uh, we knew we had to slow him down. Newkirk. Uh, Yeah, that was his name. Mm -hmm. And very talented boy. Uh, and uh, super fast. I yeah. In our defense, we play three in the back. We play a diamond in the back. And most schools around here, today's world, they play four in the back. But yep. but uh, we're fortunate enough to have a really stout defense, and I can I can cheat a little bit and right. take one out and put one up. So, uh, but my stopper, Luke Meyer, who's a senior, 
uh, played outstanding. He mm-hmm. he slowed him down, confused him, and he he would contain him enough that you know one of the other boys could get the ball away from him. We and we we bottled him up all night, and he was very confused. In fact, towards the end of the game, he asked my defense. He says, uh, "You get up four or five, now. just let me score, will you?" <laughs> and of course, my boys told him, "Ah, coach won't like that." So, <laughs> did it? It seemed like, from our vantage point, and and I'm just interested in your take on it. It seemed because you know people say it all the time in all sports. You know, speed kills, but I've always said size kills speed. And it seemed like Newkirk had trouble with the size of your back line. He did. He did. And one of them standing right here now. <laughs> He's a stout boy. Uh, and he did, you know, he he didn't like the physicality, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Mike can tell you the fouls probably off the top of his head. I don't think we really had any more fouls than they did. No. But we're just we're, yeah. My back line's pretty stout, and he he's a frail guy, so he didn't like that. So let's let's flip that. Let's talk about your front line and their back line. They had four. Right. And uh, early on, you went with your two strikers, and it seemed like they were able to kind of corral your two strikers on most uh, most attempts. Still got one in at the end of the first half, one nil going right. into the halftime break. In the second half, there was an offensive explosion. And, Coach, you made a subtle change in your, in your offense. Mike and I were talking about it uh, off air but before we got started here today. You made a, a subtle change, but, man, it was like – like that, it like caught fire, and next thing you know, you're up five nil. Right. Uh, well, we we pushed our offense up a little bit. Uh, our I have two attacking mids, and one of them standing here right now, and uh, we we pushed them up more. Uh, earlier in the year, I, I build on my defense, mm-hmm. and I I start in the back line, and then I keep working up to my offense is the last thing we worry about, and. Uh, now my offense is clicking. I moved Thomas Lowmiller. Yep, um, he's been playing center mid with Zach most of the year, mm-hmm. but we we weren't real healthy most of the year. We had guys hurt here and there. Way away going into the sectionals, I decided that Thomas was going to go up on top. Yep, and uh, it's just well, we scored eleven goals. He had five goals and two assists, I think, in the three games. Mm-hmm. And him and uh, Aaron Snyder, who's my other striker, they're just they're working great together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it, it's evidence. Yeah, when, uh, when, uh, yeah, it's it's clearly evident. I saw you guys early in the year. <clears throat> and we couldn't uh, score. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. Uh, we could, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, you know, coaches. Again, I don't care what sport you're talking about. If you're talking to uh, an athletic coach about the grind of the season and and, and sectional play, you got you guys all say the same thing. We want to be playing our best ball. Yeah. When sectionals start, and it looks like the timing of that couldn't have been any better. No, it, it, yeah, it, it is. We're we're clicking on both ends of the ball right now, which is, which is fantastic. My defense has been pretty stout all year. I mean, we've, yeah, we played four three eight teams and six two eight teams, and we only played six one eight teams mm-hmm. for for soccer. One A is the smallest on up, uh, and the four eight teams got us pretty good. But if you look over the course of the whole whole year um the one eight teams right now we're nine and zero against right uh we haven't been beat by one and that's all we play from here on out uh we've scored 30 and we've given up three and some pretty good those, those three ga- those three goals they've got has not been in the course of play mm-hmm. two pks and a corner kick is mm-hmm. how my defense has got scored on so far so uh They've been playing outstanding all year. Okay. Uh, Ken Getz with us, uh, head soccer coach at Olenberg Academy. And, Coach, you got a small squad with you here. So let's uh, we'll get some introductions from you, and uh, let's talk to some of these other good folks you got. All right. Well, I'll give it. Okay. Uh, I got the two Hoff boys with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I've been trying to get to play for four or five years as right. a senior, and he finally gave in this year and played. And, I, and he better say the right things. <laughs> and he will. <laughs> and he's got his little brother over here, Zach. He's a he's a sophomore, so I'll let them guys talk a minute. Okay, so older brother Hoff, just state your name, uh, your uh, grade in school, and the position you play. 
All right. Well, I'm Jacob Hoff. I am the older brother of the Hoff brothers. I am a senior at Oldenburg, and I am mainly playing defense. Okay. Um, so uh, you, you heard me talk with uh, Coach about that back line, your, your defensive line back there, and how, you know, from my vantage point, uh, you guys' imposing size, when smaller strikers are coming in, they seem a little in- intimidated. Uh, sure, perhaps sure. um, is that something that you guys take pride in oh, turning them around? One hundred percent. We like being the bigger, superior people in the back, kind of be scary, just kind of being the being the trees that have them in our shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. There was a scary moment there in uh, the first half, I believe. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think it was in the first half where um, keeper was out of the goal. And it was one of those helter-skelter plays, and it was getting ready to go across the end line. Uh, And I believe it was uh, Jacob Cornelius, but one of your teammates was able to get that one out of there as a save uh, with that before it going across the line. Talk us – you remember the play. (laughs) Talk us through that that, that sequence. Like like you said, that's a crazy time. At at that point, we're all just scrambling just to try to keep the ball out of the back of the net, Um, just to do what we can, just to send it down the other way. Mark and Mans, we're doing everything that we can just to try to not get a ball in the back of the net. Let me ask you this, too. Coach mentioned that um, aside from the two PKs, only one set piece, a corner kick um, where a goal came in. How challenging is it uh, for the defense uh, when when the offense has that perceived advantage of a corner kick? Well, it's just a lot of it's marking, just mm-hmm. being close with your man, doing a good job with that, uh, being the bigger people in the back, just using your bodies, using what you can to use against them, just trying to use whatever you can just uh, just to try to win the ball, really. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. Well, by all means, congrats, uh, congratulations on the sectional championship. Thank you. And good luck down the road. We will be with you on Wednesday night, so uh, we're hoping for some good things there as well. Good. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and pass that down to little brother. And again, state your name, physician you play, and your uh, grade in school. Uh, I'm Zach Hoff, um, sophomore this year, and I play attacking mid. So, Zach, you, on many times when the offense has an advance and they're heading down the field, uh, it seems like you're the guy that really kind of keeps things in check. A lot of times the defense might beat them to a ball that's a little too far out in front, but you're there to refeed them, reposition them, and get them get them going again. Um, what's that like knowing that um, a lot of a lot of the scoring? I mean, sure, we you know in soccer we talk about the person that made the goal and the person that assisted the goal. We don't always talk about the assist to the assist, and, and that's you a lot of those times. Talk. How does that feel knowing that you're feeding a lot of these offensive opportunities? Yeah, it feels pretty good. It's just being part of a playmaker just really gets it going. It's just starting, starting up the defense or starting up the offense to score the goals. And if my memory serves me correctly, um, you did just that for the first goal of the game. You, uh, Your offense was, well, from my vantage point in the stands, were traveling from right to left, and you got a breakaway and came on the outside down the near sideline, and that's when you saw uh, Low Miller in the center, a nice pinpoint pass to Low Miller. He one-timed it over to, to uh, Aaron, and he did the rest. Uh, that was the first goal of the game. But, again, a credit to you getting that whole advance started. Yep. And that's and that's exactly why they have you on the team, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, good deal. And, uh, Zach, I'll say the same. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize, Zach, that you were just a sophomore. I feel like I've been calling your name forever. Uh, but I guess it's just been two years. But um, we're definitely looking forward to uh, what you do next in your juniors and senior years. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and pass the mic again to you. Uh, congratulations on the championship. Thank you. And good luck down the road. Thank you. All right. We're going to pass it off one more time to assistant coach Mike. Uh, Mike, you and I, we always uh, kind of put our heads together at the end of these games. You're seeing one uh, part of the game that I never see down low. Um, I'm seeing parts of the game that you never, never see up high. We like to uh, – compare notes but you know one thing that i think we both see from our vantage point is just how fast this front line is 
and how it leads to goals um, rather quickly when the opportunity's there. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> definitely with the midfield getting the, getting the play started and, and bringing it forward. And um, since Coach moved Tomas um, up to the front and – Aaron and Tomas playing together, getting the ball going back and forth. Uh, we've really attacked the goal rather quickly um, this week in the last three games. And yeah, matter of fact, in um, the championship game with Knightstown, they actually uh, switched it up. The first goal was assisted by Low Mueller. Aaron scores the goal, and then the very next goal, Aaron assisted uh, Low Mueller. Who scored the goal? Right. And it was a very unique situation on Saturday night. All five of our goals were assisted. Mm. And that doesn't always happen in the in the soccer world where, sure. where you'll get all five goals assisted. And you touched on one other thing a little bit ago where our um, non-keeper saves, mm. one by Jacob Cornelius, um, early in the game. And then in the later in the game, um, Henry Wanstroth had another um, non-keeper save, which keeps the ball out of the net. But boy, those are hard to come by as well. So a really good job both by the offense um, with all the assists and goals and by the defense for keeping the ball out of the net. No doubt about that. So on Wednesday night, um, you guys will be at uh, the TP at then Milan um, to take on your next opponent. Uh, wow, just like that, forgot the name. Uh, Greenwood, Greenwood Christian. Thank you, Greenwood Christian. Um, I don't know if you guys have have seen them in action or seen any film on them. What What do you expect? We've not seen them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually had them in our previous um, sectional pairings. What about the last five or six years? And they actually, three years in a row, sent us home from the sectional. Oh, wow. And last year, we were able to, to get one of those back in the <clears throat> in the sectional. It wasn't for the championship, but it was in the sectional. So uh, we look forward to a good matchup with them again on Wednesday night. All right. Well, no doubt about it. It should be um, a great one. Uh, of course, Milan has a great... Uh, Newly installed turf field, so speed will be as a, at a premium on uh, on Wednesday night. And folks, if you can make it out, let me tell you, you know, people always go on and on about how boring soccer is, and I, I'm here to tell you, uh, try it. Come out and watch one of these matches, and if you can walk away from it and say that it was boring, uh, we'll pay your admission. I'm telling you right now, um, particularly Olenberg and their brand of soccer is extremely exciting, and we saw it on display uh, Saturday night as uh, they exploded for five goals, one in the first half, four in uh, the second half, and, and Coach, tie a bow on this thing. What else would you like the folks to know about it? Well, I... I piggyback on what you said and i appreciate your comments there but yeah most people don't realize what action there is in soccer yeah there might not be a whole lot of goal scoring you know i know everybody likes to see home runs and baseball right. and they, they want to see all the goals but tell you what there's more action in a game of soccer than uh baseball basketball and football all combined i mean it's, it, there, there just is um a, a normal game if a guy plays it right, it's going to run seven or eight miles, mm-hmm. and they don't get breaks. They don't. There's no timeouts in right. soccer, you know, so they got to go, go, go. Uh, one great thing about and and not to this team's a young team too. I mean, I have five seniors, mm-hmm. but um, the back line, other than, than Jacob, uh, is two sophomores and a junior. So they're we're we're going to be pretty pretty good back there again next year. But uh, yeah, if you have the opportunity, come out and watch us. Um, and anybody that's thinking about coming to OA to to play soccer, uh, you'll be glad you did. Uh, again, Jacob, he didn't say what I was hoping he was going to say, that he's really glad he came out of senior year, but he's told me that many a times. Um, I, he, he wished he would have played four years now. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and you know, I think part of the reason kids are afraid to come out is because of the program, the way it's been. Sure since I've been there and I'm not bragging on myself I'm just saying it's we've had a really good program and I think kids are a little bit afraid to, afraid it's going to be too hard but uh, we work hard but we have fun yeah. and right 
last week we had a lot of fun and we plan on having a lot of fun again this week yeah it was it was a great sectional you know uh you know considering the draw like you said i mean you had to pay, play more games than than anybody else you know by the time you get down to the championship but uh you guys did exactly what you needed to do you survived and moved on and here we are talking regional on tomorrow night uh excuse me wednesday night down at Milan, coach thanks for joining us thanks for bringing the crew with you and uh we look forward to seeing you wednesday night well, we might try to come back again after uh, we win a few more games. We'll see. Hey, why don't we do that? All right. <laughs> All right. That is head coach boys soccer at Olenberg Academy, Ken Getz. We'll send it back to the station and be back with more Coach's Corner right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Your local Lennox dealer, Burton Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lampany. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Burton Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. Live and work at high speed with Great Plains Communications. We have the reliable fiber-driven solutions to fit the expanding needs of your home or business, including internet, streaming video, security, managed Wi-Fi, voice, and more. Sign up today and experience the difference that comes from working with a local provider with over a century of experience serving homes and businesses in Indiana and beyond. Log on to gpcom.com to learn more. Speeds and service availability may vary. Other restrictions and limitations may apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arnie, live from Ison's Family Pizza. This episode of Coach's Corner being brought to you this evening in part by Ice and Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Metal Equipment, Great Plains Communication, and Bronze Gutsweiler. We have had oh, just a great show uh, this evening. Started things off with Batesville Bulldogs head coach Evan Ulrey. Two win uh Two wins in a row, back to even four and four in the season, looking to push it to a winning record, looking to go five and four uh, for the season. Uh, you know, the one thing we did not get a chance to ask Coach about, but knowing Coach, he would have kept it tight to the vest. I meant to ask him about the pairings. Uh, of course, the football pairing show was this past weekend, so they know where they sit in terms of uh, the football sectional that will be coming up um, next week. Uh, and the Bulldogs will be in action on Saturday, not Friday. It's a Saturday morning game. We will have it for you right here on Country 103.9 WRBI. We'll also have it in the free tune-in app. Just search WRBI. And then we moved up the road to OA, and we spoke with uh, the head volleyball coach, Debbie Gregg, um, the Lady Twisters, they start their sectional this week as well. Uh, first game, in fact, it's going to be um, tomorrow night uh, at 7 p.m. Waldron is the host school for that particular sectional, and they'll be taking on Morristown. And one thing that Coach Greg mentioned, every just about everybody in their sectional, they've had an opportunity to play, and they have beat them in the regular season so that should bode well for them not a lot of surprises they know the opponents that they'll be going up against if they win tomorrow night they would play again on saturday and they take on edinburgh on saturday so good luck to the lady twisters as they get 
their sectional play underway. And I just can't say enough about this Olenberg men's soccer team. I had a chance to see them a handful of times this week, and I, I mentioned it during the interview with, with Coach Guess, and uh, you know, it, it definitely uh, warrants saying again, you know, I don't care what the sport endeavor is, you talk to a coach of any sport and at any level, and they will all tell you the same thing, that it's how important it is that they are playing their best ball, that they hit their stride at the right time, meaning when they make it to the second season, meaning when they make it to the playoffs, when they make it to the tournament. They want to be playing their best ball then. And this uh, Twister soccer team, I mean, they are the epitome of peaking at the right time. We had an opportunity uh, to see them early in the week on Monday when they played their first sectional game there. And uh, obviously, since they, they moved on, they were able to get the win against Morristown. It was a 2-1 game. Um, not Obviously, not a lot of scoring. And uh, Coach gets uh, mentioned it in his own words when we had a chance to see him early in the year. They struggled to put the ball in the net. They struggled to make goals. And uh, Coach made some subtle but necessary changes in his lineup and it's paying huge dividends and that was on display in their sectional championship game uh saturday night against knightstown an offensive explosion five goals they scored um and uh you know when you talk about the 20 some odd goals that they scored all season and they scored five on saturday night that just tells you um, how much better this team has improved and um, the impact that those changes that Coach Getz was able to make. You know, that's, again, that's one, that's part of the game too, right? It's not just how you play the game, but there's that chess match in pushing the right buttons and pulling the right levers. And it seems like uh, Coach Getz got his boys dialed in and ready to go. Again, their regional, semi-regional game, we played on Wednesday night. Uh, that game um, will be held at Milan as they take on Greenwood Christian. I was I was unaware that they had played Greenwood Christian in previous sectionals, so there's some history there. As Coach mentioned, they put them out. Greenwood Christian uh, Greenwood Christian had eliminated Olenberg Academy in previous years several times in a row. And they finally got off the snide the last time they played them. But that, too, has been some years ago. So um, definitely some history there between those teams. And that's just going to add to the atmosphere that no doubt will be um, at an all-time high in terms of electricity and excitement. It'll be Wednesday night. Uh, They have changed the time of the game. They've moved it up to 530 um, that is because of the threat of rain. They want to try to get this game in in its entirety before any bad weather comes into the area. So they bump the time of the game up to 530 at Milan. Again, if you don't have anything to do and you want to see a soccer game, you want to experience soccer for yourself for the first time, this would be a great venue and a great game to do that. And if not, don't worry, we'll have you covered. We'll have that live action for you right here on Country 103.9 WRBI on the free tune-in app, search WRBI, and we'll also have it online at WRBIRadio.com. Simply click the Listen Now tab. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Coach's Corner, brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza, along with Gehrings Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze Gutsweiler, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Nelco, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. It's been so much fun bringing Coach's Corner to you this week. We will do this again next week. Same time, same place. An opportunity to hear from 
coaches throughout southeastern Indiana and the programs that they lead and the young men and women that make those programs great. We leave you with the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself. Trust yourself. You've got this. Thanks so much for listening, and good night. Country 103.9 WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Many health experts are predicting this year's flu season to be more severe than in past years. However, Margaret Mary Health still recommends the flu shot as your best line of defense. The vaccine is available at many local physician offices, as well as Margaret Mary's Occupational Health and Wellness Center located in Batesville. The vaccine is covered by most insurance plans, but it may be provided for free to those who qualify. Appointments are required by calling 812-932-5105. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.